Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the sixth ever episode of In Melbourne Last Week with me, Ivan Pugioni. And uh, boy, it's been a very good ride so far. I've interviewed very interesting people with very interesting things that they do in their lives. And uh, I've really enjoyed bringing their stories out to you. It's been a wonderful experience. So uh, thank you so much to the guests so far who have been guests on the show. And I look forward to speaking to many more of you in the very near future. I hope you're enjoying the podcast as well. Uh, If you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well as Podbean. Uh, in Melbourne last week. If you search for that, you'll uh, find it. My next guest lives near Shepparton, which is a town north of Victoria on the way to New South Wales, and his hobby is earthships and alternative building. So uh, he uses, uh, you know, things that would be considered rubbish, you know, things like rubber and plastic and whatever to build, you know, different kind of homes which are powered by solar and wind and water and those kind of cool natural things. And uh, yeah, he's done a really good job. And uh, we sat down, we spoke about what he's doing at the moment up in near Shepparton. And uh, he gave me a few tips as well on, uh, you know, some things that can be done around the house so I can reduce my carbon footprint and <laughs> save the environment as best as I can. Pretty hard when you're a, you're a busy person person and uh, we spoke also about country life as well so uh, it's a bit different in the country you know people are more hospitable and there's a better sense of community you know some things that have been missed in the city which I wish would return so uh, it was very good to speak to him and he's a good bloke and uh, yeah it was great that he came all the way down to speak to me so it was a very good chat and uh, I hope you enjoy it as well so uh, let me know what you think send me an email drop me something on social media you know whatever it is you want to do so here he is Earthship hobbyist Andy McAdam here's my chat with him enjoy how you doing andy very well thank you mate good thank thanks, thanks for coming down all the way from shepparton i mean well you didn't drive to Sh- from shepparton to here i mean you're already in melbourne you know catching up on some stuff so yep, yep. Uh, seeing some friends and uh cleaning mum's place and uh yeah and uh finding lots of goodies out the back in the shed yeah very yep. good thanks yeah, so thanks heaps for uh for taking the time to come here no today. Worries, awesome mate so I, I mentioned in the introduction that you're um you're a hobbyist in terms of uh, alternative house building and uh, earthships um, so tell me a bit about earthships, like what are they? Okay, so um, an earthship is a, a house made out of re- recycled materials. Um, uh, it's also totally sustainable. So the idea is that if you had a house where that provided your own food, your own um, heating, your own cooling, um, and all your own water, um, the idea is that further down the track, you might you'd be able to do the things that you want to do in your life more than going to work every day to pay you those uh, on oh, those bills yeah, yeah. so exactly. it's very um self-sustainable yeah totally yeah. totally yeah, so, totally, yeah. Um, it is super labor intensive but probably the most sustainable type of house that there is yeah because you have a greenhouse in the front and you reuse all your gray water and black water and um and it's the thermal mass for the walls keeps the building warm and cool Oh, great. And uh, I think uh, Earthships, as far as I'm aware, that was discovered, or not discovered, it was, uh, I guess, pioneered by a guy called Michael Reynolds, yeah, an so, architect in yeah. the United States. He, yeah. I read he was very critical of like conventional architecture, and he kind of like wanted to find another way. So, uh, yeah, I guess he's a very influential guy, and I guess has his work, I guess, influenced you? Or um, I, I think the, the way he thinks yeah. is, um, I, I've read a bit of his things, and I've watched plenty of videos of his, and just the thinking outside the square 
I quite enjoy about him. But he was a he was a formerly trained architect as well. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He just went went against conventions. Yeah, I yeah. guess he was just very critical of the current. Yeah, you know, status of architecture. You know, very yeah. conventional design and definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's that idea of you know people spending all their money on their electricity bills and their heating bills when you could have just built the house. Yeah, originally with with those things thought about, those things thought about as well. So, in terms of like making alternative uh, dwellings, what kind of materials would would one use uh, for for one of them? It's the in Australia. Okay, so they they he started in the states. Yeah, and uh, as it's been experimenting for like thirty years, but in Australia, our uh, building standards are higher and stricter. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> the building authority here is yeah. just like, oh, I I want to build a jacuzzi. Ah, oh, you need a permit for that. Yeah. What? Serious? Yeah. You need. To, I want to build this. That. What? So a lot of the Americans would probably be pretty shocked that we use concrete here. So all the flooring is generally concrete here. That's just to meet standards. Yeah. And we use sips um, here sips. a lot, which is um, kind of like insulated panels for the roof. Right. But you could just use a corrugated roof with. Uh, wool insulation or anything like that if you want to be more natural okay sure um tires are the the main ingredient yeah um all the walls are made out of tires the, the rubber's very versatile yeah, yeah yeah so it you'll get a tire and then you'll just pound it with dirt the soil that you've excavated out of the space yeah and you'll pound it with dirt about you can do it in when you get into a routine, a rhythm, like 10, 10-ish minutes. But, oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bust, busting out one tire. Yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah. And then when you think, a, you know, a three-bedroom house is like a thousand plus tires. Ah, oh, wow. It, uh, it starts getting a bit, a bit more painful. A bit more painful, I'm sure. <laughs> and it, it's hard work. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And um, you're currently my, you're currently converting, I believe, uh, is it an old Freemasons Hall yes, in Shepparton? What, yeah. what do you um, what what progress have you made on that so far, and how, how's that all going? So um, I uh, a couple of years ago, I uh, I bought a Freemasons temple with my mum. Yeah, uh, a Freemasons she, temple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, went halves with her, and um, she's an artist, so she wanted a large space for a studio, and um, I just wanted somewhere out in the country. And um, it was cheap. Very yeah. Cheap. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Property in the country is cheap in the first place. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. But uh, a, an odd, an oddity like that is even cheaper. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty lucky and uh, got into it, and then we treated all the termites that were there, and then yeah, replaced most of the roof and painted that, and then I've put up fencing and done the garden and uh, sanded the floorboards and yeah. Um, I put new doors on and altered all the windows. And oh, wow, you've done everything. Put in a kitchen and put in a second kitchen at the moment. A second kitchen, yeah, okay. So yeah. is, is, what's, what's your plan afterward? Are you planning on maybe selling that block um, or, or well, just keeping it for yourselves? Or? So um, I, I'm living there at the moment and once uh, I've finished it all, I'm doing a mezzanine at the, floor, at the moment, so that's going to be a, a big job. Uh, once that's finished, Mum will move up there, and I think I'll start another project. Ah, oh, very good. Yeah. What 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 are you planning? Uh, anything I'm, on the horizon? I'm, I'm or? kind of thinking and starting to look for maybe just a, a really rundown house. Okay, sure. Uh, a bit more, um, bit more manageable. Maybe a bit more normal. Yeah, uh, regional or, or yeah, yeah. The, the, just the price. Region yeah, and the plus the plus the lifestyle too. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just I, more, more relaxed, less traffic. I my last my guest last week. He's a publican, and uh, he he part owns a, a pub in a town called Saint Arnold. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, oh, you, you've heard yeah, of St. Arnold? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's a, he's a part owner, and he tells me that you know there's basically no traffic jams. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all pretty pretty good. My return trip for work is eighty k's. Yeah, and I don't even notice it. Yeah, it's yeah, lovely. It's so quick. It's, yeah. yeah, it's really nice. So 
I do like all that about it. Uh, I do enjoy coming to Melbourne, though, for the social element, but... I'm not gonna lie, I didn't didn't have a great drive here. Ah, well, yeah, of course. Once it's basically like once you because you would have come from um, what is which highway would you come from? I came, Hume, was uh, it? No, I, I was at Mum, so I came the um, up to up to here, Nepean Highway, and then back down Princess Dandy. Ah, yeah. And so, once you hit the Nepean, it's yeah. probably like, oh, why? Yeah. All oh, this traffic, cars everywhere. I oh, know, crazy. Yeah. It's getting worse in Melbourne, isn't it? Oh, well, in Melbourne, it's just getting terrible. Like yeah. a commute that would have taken twenty minutes is now like thirty-five. It's like, come on, man. Definitely. Definitely, it's getting, getting pretty crazy. Yeah, and you know what they should do? They should get tires, you know, bash them for 10 minutes each and yep. then make roads out of them. Yeah. That'd yeah. come in handy. I guess that could be done, can't it? Um, I don't know why it wouldn't be. What you could do is if you were had some type of industrial mincer yeah. and could mince them up and use it, mix it into tarmac. Yeah. I'm sure you could do it. Oh, I'm sure it could work. Yeah. yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. Listening government, it's going to be cheaper, <laughs> more economical, and more environmentally friendly. So It's uh, a, a major problem getting rid of tyres. Yeah. And they're a hazard as well. They catch on fire if they're all stacked um, uh, in, in yards. Yeah, I've seen the tyre fire in yeah. The Simpsons. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a real thing. That's really? a real thing that happens mm. in, in real life. Yeah, mm. definitely. <laughs> crazy i watch too much simpsons that's i think fine, that's my problem that's yeah <laughs> um so i guess um, uh, just going back to that andy i mean you, it's a very sustainable way of like construction and you know re remodeling and that sort of thing that you do which is very good um i guess in society it's uh, particularly in western society we do live in a very disposable community you know like you can buy something which is like 10 bucks which is plastic and then in a year yeah. you'll buy a new one or maybe you know Back in the day, a car would last, if it's serviced well, 20 years. Yeah. Now, every three or four years, people get new cars, and then those old cars get dumped or they get sold off or, or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I guess, you know, it's probably, it's very hard, I guess, for most people to kind of do what you do in their active, in their current lifestyles. But what are, what are some tips, like, what are some even, like, little things that one can do which are more sustainable for the environment or maybe more economical in the long run what's something like for example like a, like a, a full-time worker can do they probably think oh, i want to do my bit i want to be more a little bit more sustainable like what, what what's what's some things around the house that they can well, do i suppose you know it's a it's a it's a bit of a nasty topic at the moment and just doing your normal recycling most people don't even do that yeah and they're talking about potentially getting rid of the recycling bins because of china at the moment uh, yeah china's not taking any more recycling yeah, on. yeah. So i think this is right now is when we really need to step up yeah and uh, work out what we're going to do because we can't just send it all to landfill and mm. let you know the companies that make most of the rubbish yeah keep, continue to make the fortunes they're making so now's the right time i guess to I kind of so. promote the message and yeah. say look with these materials plastics or or glass yeah, whatever yeah. you can actually grind it down or yeah, smelt yeah. it or whatever and you can make something else i yeah. guess now's the opportune time yeah definitely um i suppose one of my problems has been i was just like i've always kind of kept things and gone, oh i might use that but i suppose if you have something like just picking a niche of one type of thing and then keeping a bit of a keeping your ones and being able to repair them back like that is something but uh uh, there's starting to pop up repair stations. Okay. So I've heard of uh, one in New South Wales where it's uh, bringing in old, old things that you might have just gone to Kmart and bought another one for $10. Right, sure. But uh, you can get, get it repaired or try to have a go at repairing it yourself. Ah, right, okay. And they're popping up, I guess, around yeah, different places. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. co-op-y type. Uh, oh, yeah, just like a community kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, so what are, what are some other practices, I guess, I you know, like... 
someone can do around the house. I mean, for example, I suppose if you have grey water, I think some people use the grey water to water the plants. Yeah, or yeah. Something like. Are there any other kind of tips that maybe you can give, like a you know busy nine to five family who probably go to Kmart to get all their furniture yeah. and you know well, that you kind can, of stuff? You can get diverters so that you can run your shower water out, but then you need to start thinking about what what. Um, Shampoos and um, other things that you're washing down the drain. That's you, very true. It's got to be like organic and stuff. Don't want to yeah. kill your yard. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I mean, what are some things that you you adopt in your your day to day? Well, life? my my rubbish bin is. I usually I live by myself, so I I usually only have one small bag in my bin, and sometimes I don't even put my bin out because it's empty. Yeah. I I do my uh, all my soft plastic recycling into Woolworths. Yeah. Uh, into those bags. There's an incredible amount of stuff that can go into those. Um, kind of repurposing things as well, Re- upcycling things as well. Um, just, I, I think what you want to kind of do is look at things and kind of wonder what what could else could it be. Yeah, what could I craft it as, yeah. or what could it yeah. become? Yeah. What What does it look like? And then wonder what you can do. Wonder what you can you do. Know? Yeah. I'm always amazed uh, with what people are doing. Yeah. There's a couple of Facebook pages I follow, and it's just great. And <laughs> I sometimes pinch those ideas, but ah, uh, oh, it's all right. Yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't mind. <laughs> it's um, it's just a different way of thinking about things. Um, my my vanity in my bathroom is a um, an old Singer sewing machine base with a bed head that I've cut the wood out of, uh, cut the base and hole out of. Ah, oh, goodness. Um, and just you know, two completely different things. A bed head, you know, you see a bed head every second house. For hard rubbish. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like, it's, it's amazing how the summer stuff that people just dump. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous. Uh, hard rubbish has been quite quite good to me. Yeah, I'm but, sure. You know, one man's trash or one yeah. person's trash is another person's treasure. Yeah. I guess you, you definitely fulfill that <laughs> that old uh, dodge. The, yeah. the benefit I've got, though, is I've got this space where I can take it and then go, all right, and then go... I can go take the back of that panel of a cupboard out and use that for something else. Yeah. More of the modern family here, you know, in an apartment mm. wouldn't have the space for that, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, and that's probably a lot to do with why we throw everything away. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's just out to society, you know, and, and like, you know, I, I miss the old days where things, you know, like for example, I, I used to, I used to live in Brisbane mm. and I lived with a housemate, like maybe, 10 years ago, whatever. I moved him to Melbourne probably eight years ago and I met someone and um, I lived with them and they had like a fridge inside the house and they had like a drinks fridge outside. The drinks fridge was like a Kelvinator from like 1956 yep. or something and it was still going like yeah. back then. Like Those and, beer fridges are great. Oh, amazing, aren't they? You know, with like the, yep. the chrome handles and stuff and, and she was like, yeah, yeah, I, um, you know, I have drinks in there and I, I've only had to replace the motor maybe like or the, the whatever is the motor, whatever is maybe once. Mm. And he goes, she goes, yeah, it's been going since like the fifties. My grandfather had it or whatever. And I'm like, wow, it's crazy. It's, 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 you know, I kind of miss that. I miss like, well, they build, you know, they were built to last, weren't they? Yeah. Well, they new products. They know they need to sell another one in a couple of years. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Mm. Yeah. And then unfortunately, you know, people throw away like a working phone, you know, which could probably last five more years yeah. and they're like oh i want the latest one now yeah i need more megapixels more megapixels yeah <laughs> whatever it is i need to take better selfies yeah, or, yeah. you know whatever it is people do yeah so what is uh what is country life in, in shepparton like um, so i lived in a small town outside of shepparton ah so i kind of got the the perks of uh the rural living but also have the shepparton as a hub so ba- there's basically everything in shepparton it's kind of like geelong or anything like that it's it's got Kmart's and Woolworths and Coles and all of those things, 
but I live in a small town with 1,500 people. Right. So. Oh, that's less than St. Arnold from last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> I think about 2,100 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where my guest uh, works, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my previous guest, yeah. Um, so it was a little bit different getting used to it because I've gone from living here with quite a social element and people around all the time to going to by myself and there's a lot of elderly people in the country oh of course it's it's very different but um i've quite adapted now and now i don't really miss it down here yeah. that much now they'd be very hospitable the uh, the elderly Everyone's i guess community nice. yeah. it's uh, it's uh something i, I liked about uh, my mum's area when i was a kid it was you know walking around and saying hello to everybody yeah yeah and that's yeah. kind of died out it has, and you know. Up there, it's still. I say hello to everybody and yeah, stop and have a chat. Everyone's got time to have oh, a chat. Which of course, is lovely. Of course, I guess you know with what's going around, you know, don't talk to strangers or whatever. Yeah, kind yeah. of that. I guess that community aspect mm. of particularly like city life and stuff. You know, that's that's yeah. definitely deteriorated. Yeah, but it's good that it's still thriving in the country. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know that it's for everybody. But, uh, <laughs> I, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. Well, I guess if you try and say hello to someone in the city, you're like, hello, they'll oh, just yeah. be like, I don't want your money. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. I don't have spare change. Mm. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> I'm not dressed. I'm not homeless. I'm just dressing in my work clothes, mm. you know, I'm doing some work. Yeah. 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 Terrible. So, Andy, I guess if you had like, because you said you got some projects on the horizon or whatever. What would be, if you could do it, like if you had the time right now to do it or in the near future and you had like the resources to do it, what would be like your dream build? Um, what would, like, I know the Freemasons Temple is a massive undertaking right now, but say that was done and dusted, you know, your mum moved back in there. What would be like, what would be the dream? You're like, I want to do this. Let's okay. do it. Own, own a builder. So build, do it all myself or with friends or a community element yep. to it. And I think... Well, what I like with the airships is, you know, how uh, how the house works for you. But also a lot of the other houses, like straw bale houses, are, are fantastic and a lot easier to, like, for, to get going quicker. Yeah. Um, and I've, I have seen kind of uh, mix-ups of bits and pieces of them, but probably using all mediums, all those natural mediums all in one would probably be the idea okay. that I'd be more, most interested in. Nice. And and like, what do you be building? Uh, just yeah, uh, dwellings, I guess, or yeah, or just kind of one one thing with all recycled materials, and then um, using all the elements, all the good elements from all of those things, and incorporating permaculture into the the style of living. Yeah, awesome. That sounds yeah. really good, and I, I'm sure that'll happen for you in the um, future. I'm I'm quite sure it's going to happen. Yeah, well, excellent. Well, Andy McAdam, thanks so much for being with me today and uh, have a have a good rest of your uh, short Melbourne trip. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, that was a really good chat, wasn't it? Thanks so much to Andy McAdam for coming into the studio and having a talk to me about Earthships and other kind of endeavours that he's gotten involved in. And uh, yeah, it was a really good chat. So thanks again, mate. If you want to listen to other episodes or you want to listen out for future ones, be sure to subscribe. You can find me at In Melbourne Last Week. I'm on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. If you want to tweet me, stuff i'm at i am last week and on facebook and instagram you can just search in melbourne last week or at in melbourne last week that's one word if you want to follow me on twitter see what i'm up to i'm at ivan c pugini p-u-g-g-i-o-n-i thanks again and i'll see you next week for another very special guest with a very interesting topic bye for now